0: Ladies and gentlemen, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are. Happy Sunday. Before I start talking about the topic of today's episode, which is DSCR. See, DSCR is so important, I wish I could put it in a little rap song or something. D. SCR is debt service coverage ratio. All right? Really important stuff, you guys. Before I start about DSCR, I I want to warn you for the umpteenth time, and I'm not saying that you're doing it, but I want to warn you as I will over and over and again, and I have no qualms about being public about this. Because I've rarely had the chance to meet a good one. I'm actually working with a good one right now. But business brokers, basically people who broker the deal between the buyer and the seller, are a bunch of fucks, you guys. And I know I'm generalizing. You know, keep in mind I have a broad audience here, right? That's why it's called broadcasting, because it's broad, right? So, <clears throat> talking about a whole bunch of people but I'm talking about the majority of them and that's just a matter of fact that I've had to realize working with brokers flat out sucks now I don't know about your state or your country but I know that in the state of California a business broker has to be a licensed real estate agent A licensed real estate agent in the state of California can broker deals, obviously. But they or their client, what they call a fiduciary, and I'm sure it's it's the case in a lot of states. So make sure you hold them accountable to this. Absolutely sure you hold them accountable to this. But a real estate agent has to be a fiduciary. Well, what's a fiduciary? The fiduciary is a legal term basically saying that the fiduciary has the client's best interest in mind, not their own best interest and nobody's else, nobody else's best interest, right? That is crucial for you to realize. So here's the situation that's taken place. Actually, over the past two days, between Friday and, and yesterday, which is Saturday, uh, January 25th. So, my my brother wanted to buy a business, and I actually was going to partner up with him. And it's a, it's a restaurant in, in downtown Huntington Beach. Beautiful location. You might have been there. If you haven't, please do. And the seller actually died about a month and a half ago and the wife is just ready and she's selling it at a mighty god I mean a discount alright so we go meet him and initially I didn't you know and that was probably my fault I didn't tell him that I was a, um, a broker because we were interested in buying it uh, figured at some point that'll be handy if we were remotely interested right I, I guess I should have so, we go see it, brother didn't like it, no problem, we walk away. Then I present it to a friend, I was like, hey dude, this is actually a really good opportunity, and if I can do it alone, I would. So, I'd recommend you do it. So, it's was like, you know what, totally interested. Then I reach out to this broker, Paul, I reach out to this broker, and I tell him, look man, you know what, my brother's not interested um, so therefore I have a friend who is interested and I will be representing him in the deal fair and square right I mean things change all the time and the first thing he said and let me give you some history so you understand the context of what I'm saying this this business is really worth about a million dollars it's being sold for four hundred thousand dollars which is ridiculous but you know the lady doesn't want to manage it you know place can use some Updating what have you, but it's busy. I mean, July and August, they've brought in one hundred and seventy thousand in revenue and uh, two hundred and ten thousand dollars in revenue. So he he said, you know, I'm only interested in selling it if I can represent both parties, because you being involved will cut my commission in half. Now that is not only illegal, that is unethical. And it's utter fucking bullshit that this guy would have the audacity. Now, this guy lives on the Newport Peninsula. I mean, the guy's well to do is not desperate for money or what have you, right? And had he been honest with me, you know, and said, look, dude, I've, I've been on this deal for a year and a half, which is the case, actually. I've been on this deal for a year and a half, and I'm, you know, I've spent so much money. Would you please allow me to, And I honestly, for my friend's sake, by all means. So, you know, again, you guys, that's not only unethical, it's illegal, and it's just utter bullshit that he would say something like that and mean it. And, uh, you know, at that point, you know, he and I had a disagreement, and and we uh, didn't. And I'm I'm not not afraid to call people out on their crap. So I called him out. I was like, look, man, you're a fiduciary. This is just not right. And um, I think your client is unlucky. To have to deal with you. Um, and he's like, Pardon me? I said, I you heard it, you heard it. And I and I urge you guys, if you're not a ball buster, in these situations, you've got to be a ball buster. And believe me, guys, I'm I'm on a day-to-day basis, totally of being positive, but in some cases, you know, you've got to lay it down. Alright. Hope that was entertaining. But more so of a more so a warning than a You know, obviously it's educational, but it's also a warning for you guys that when you're dealing with brokers, you're dealing with shrewd people who really don't care about you. They don't have your best interest in mind. They just want to get the sale and walk away. And a big reason why is because, at least in the state of California, business brokerage is not as regulated, not remotely as regulated as real estate agents are, right? Real estate agents are highly regulated, uh, but you know, brokers aren't. Back to DSCR. What is debt service coverage ratio? So a ratio basically is a percentage, right? Let's start from that from the back. So ratio is it act you excuse me, you typically end up with a fraction or a percentage of something. So 1.3 0. 0.7, 0. 0.5, or whatever the case might be basically it's a it's a number that you want that's what the ratio is right so if you divide you know 2 by 10 you get 20 percent right so that's the ratio debt service coverage ratio coverage self-explanatory debt service is your monthly debt payment So, I would like for you to pull out a pen and paper and do the following with me. So, assume that you borrow $120,000 and you've got to pay it back within a year at an interest rate of, um, say, 10%, right? A month, just to, to keep numbers steady here so you got a hundred twenty thousand dollars your monthly interest payment is 1200 in addition to the principal which is ten thousand dollars a month so now you got a payment of ten thousand that pays back the principal in addition to the 1200 right so you got 12,200 that's your monthly payment and let's just assume for simplicity's sake because I'm actually doing this math mentally here let's just assume that your business generates um, after everything's said and done it generates an earning of an estimated earning of 24 thousand four hundred dollars right so you divide this number which is the earning of twenty four thousand four hundred by the monthly debt service or the monthly debt that you have to service and that'll give you two right because twenty four four hundred divided by 12 twelve two is two so that's a debt service co- service coverage ratio of two. Which is healthy. The vast majority of banks do look for 1.25 and above. So w- what do you mean? What do you mean, Alex? Alright. So assume your monthly debt is a thousand dollars. Now ultimately, you want to be in a fixed rate. Uh and a consistent monthly payment that's what you want that's really important for you guys because you don't want funny business right the economy back in 2008 collapsed because of what used to be called the arm that is adjustable rate mortgage that's bad news you know it makes sense in some cases but unless you're a a very experienced business person you probably shouldn't get in any sort of arm right so let's just say your monthly payment is a thousand dollars And your business earns $1,500 a month, right? So that gives you a debt service coverage ratio of 1.5. That's also healthy. Let's reverse the, not reverse, but reduce the uh, earnings. And the earnings are $1,100 a month, right? When you divide that by 1,000, you're looking at 1.1. That's bad news. The bank's not going to loan you money on this. The nice thing about businesses when you buy them is you can play with the numbers and structure the deal however you please, right? I mean, assuming you have enough equity, a strong credit, uh, you know, a, a good team that could back you up on these deals or what have you, right? So uh, that's pretty much it, you know, the, the majority of businesses will give you, I mean, honestly, it, It should comfortably, unless the deal comes with real estate, your business should have a debt service coverage coverage ratio of about three to four. That is not uncommon. I've looked at a lot of deals, especially in profitable businesses like bars where the margin is stupid uh, because, you know, take a keg of Guinness, right? Uh, Bar buys that. For two hundred, it acts two hundred dollars. It actually uh, puts out a hundred different. I mean, a total of a hundred um, glasses, right? So most Guinness beer, because Guinness is kind of a specialty beer, it actually sells for ten dollars, right? So off one keg, you're making a thousand dollars, but you're paying two hundred, right? So the the margin is is crazy. It's it's nuts for the markup, right? So. Um again back to the main point is that most businesses are gonna provide you with a debt service coverage ratio of about three to four, and no bank is gonna say no to that. And if they did, fucking move on. There's more banks than you can have time to call, right? And I'm gonna give you a resource, you guys. The office of the controller of the currency is basically the governing agency over national banks see there's two types of banks there is nationally associated banks and there is state-associated banks state-associated banks are cool but they're typically ethnic they're typically small they are typically working with um, people who are extremely cautious why because the pot of gold they have isn't all that much so what you want to do is you want a nationally associated bank. How do you know? Well, certainly you can look them up, but typically the main clue for that is if the uh, the bank has a, an, an NA at the end of it, so it'll say uh, Wells Fargo NA or um, whatever, XYZ NA. Uh, sometimes it says uh, nationally associated. It says... Uh, XYZ Bank nationally associated or the third clue unless you want to look at look it up directly the third clue it says uh, national XYZ Bank the National ABC Bank right? so instead of doing a a Google search I'm going to give you a great resource for you guys so you want to go to the OCC website which is www.occ.treas, for treasury, T-R-E-A-S, gov. And in it, you're going to find a list. It's actually an Excel sheet that has the list of nationally associated banks. Right? Um, and yeah, just start cold calling them. And uh, it's could be I'm sorry it could be uh, categorized based on states on state based on uh, obviously location or or revenue but nonetheless that's a great resource for you guys uh, another resource I would give you is um, that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much the resource that I have for you right now I'm sure I, I literally just had another one in mind but it skipped my mind so forgive me for that uh, but Outside of that, um, start calling banks and and get the funding you need. Um, Try your best to not collateralize any of your assets. So if you have a home, don't collateralize that. You know, that's where your family lives, right? Uh, I suspect a lot of you are younger. So you probably don't have homes yet. Um, you will buy a business before you buy a home. I'll tell you that much. So, again, the OCC is is going to be a helpful website for you. And uh, that Excel sheet you can use as a CRM. You know who you've called, why you've called them, this and that. Um, and remember, you guys, as Dan Pena says, there is so much money to be given, it's ridiculous. And I'll give you an idea of how banks think. As I've said before, the most expensive room in a hotel is the empty one. The most expensive seat in an airplane is the empty one. Also, the most expensive dollar is the dollar that doesn't make money. Right? Because banks are in the business of lending money. So keep that in mind don't ever be fearful to call a bank commercial bank banking officer or bankers commercial bankers they're literally cold calling 60 to 70 businesses a day just pushing money onto them to make interest so all you gotta do is do them a favor and call them instead and the higher the number the more attractive you become believe me and, I, and I've seen it I've actually called to borrow $70,000 for a business and the, the guy didn't even like wanna talk because because he's making a percent is making seven hundred bucks that's that's so much paperwork for seven hundred dollars right um but if you're borrowing a million well you know the guy the is making a chunk of change there that said you guys um, Hope all is well with you. If you have any questions, please let me know. I am the acquisition entrepreneur, Alex Afondi. Please add me on uh, LinkedIn, add me on Facebook, Instagram, or what have you. And I look forward to being in touch with you again. Have a good day.